Hey, Armin here. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. We cover training, nutrition, supplementation strategies, and a whole lot more. So stand by. Hey, welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Echelbarger. And I'm Frank Mills. And, uh, you know, Armin is always putting together some great content, and he's got more for you today. Uh, it's, we're going to talk about how Armin uses resistance machines for maximum results. And are meal prep companies a good thing? I'm sure a lot of you are asking that question like I have in the past. So, uh, Armin, let's get started. Man, we have been rolling along on NSP Nutrition Shows. <laughs> And, um, you know, this is a really good topic about using resistance machines because there's a lot of people that are heavy into using only either dumbbells or, or yeah. actual heavy weight, uh, and, and they don't like machines. Other people, that's all they prefer. So let's get started. Why should you use machines um, instead of using only free weight? Let's go that direction. Okay. Well, the nice thing is, is with machines, you have a fixed range of motion. So it's real simple to understand and execute. So if you're somebody that's really new to any kind of resistance training, that's a great way to go. You don't have okay. a, to have a lot of a balance. Like when you hold free weights, you got to balance the weight. So there's advantages to that too. But if you're just getting started and you need to kind of, understand how to move resistance and do it in a controlled manner that's safe i really mm -hmm. like machines for that uh they're, they're, they're very effective for it uh and the nice thing is <clears throat> back in the day when i was doing machines it, it was pretty sketchy they weren't really mm -hmm. that good at machines because they're still figuring out how to do the biomechanics of the movement so most of them were just basically cables or uh, until knowledge came out then you had a whole nother you know dimension of right uh, machinery that came out but um, you know, when you have that to work with, it, it's, it's a great way to start. Uh, and for a lot of people, when you get started, if you have an injury, machines mm -hmm. can be very beneficial to work around injuries, you know, especially with the shoulders, the back, the knees, you know, there's a lot of good fixes there. Um, and so I, that's why I like that. And that thing, when you can, when you use it with free weights, I like to use both. Okay. But you know, if you're not able to, that's, that's understandable. It's a good starting point. But the other thing you can do with machines is to really isolate muscles really well. And we'll kind of talk on that. Uh, and then you can use other high intensity techniques uh, and go to failure because you have a set placement of where that machine is going to end. So mm -hmm. with free weights, you got to lay the weight down. You got to pick it up and you got to lay the weight down. So if you go to failure, right. you could be, you're putting yourself in a compromised position. So that's another thing you kind of keep in mind. So that that's why. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, you would have to be careful because if you're tired and you're ha actually handing that weight, uh, as you go down, you have to be really, really careful how you set things down. You could injure yourself. I, okay. I get that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, what about using resistance machines exclusively? How do you feel about that? Well, you can do that. I think you'll limit your gains. And again, it depends on what your goals are. Um, mm -hmm. but one of the things that's going to happen when you start using this machines by themselves is that's a fixed range of motion. 
you know, it, now you can then make some adjustments to the settings. We'll talk more about that too, but okay. it's a fixed range of motion. And so, you know, biomechanically, your body's going to start to figure that out and it's going to get more and more used to it. So then your, your, basically your progress is going to start to change because even though it's a fixed range of motion, the next thing is, is being able to add the weight and keep pushing yourself. Um, but when you're you know, like with free weights, you can adjust things as well. So most machines, you're going to do that fixed range of motion. Your system nervous system is going to adapt to it. And once it does that, it gets a little more challenging to kind of get the benefits that you want to get. So you mm -hmm. can still go, don't get me wrong. You can go a long ways with using machines, but you've got to get really creative at that point too, to do that. So uh, I think they're great for beginners. Um, but, you know, and also if you're older and you need to be doing something more stable, you know, for example, you know, laying on a bench and picking up some dumbbells and laying down on a bench to do presses or flies and things like that, uh, you're gonna be putting your back in a compromised position. Well, mm -hmm. if you have a machine that has a pressing movement and you can sit in it vertical, which a lot of them have that at capacity, you just press the movement. So you're starting in a very safe position. So you're, you're less likely to re-injure anything. And plus, if you're using really heavy weight um, by having the, the, the weight in a position where you can start from in a safe position, you can use that heavy weight. So, yeah. Well, it actually sounds like if you're either just starting out or maybe you used to work out and you want to start working out again, that machines are the way to go, not only for ease of use, but for your safety until you can build up, you know, some of that strength and your balance and, and really get used to working out again. So I think yeah. all those are really some good ideas. Um, just kind of curious because I, I know when I go to the gym, I've seen so many different types of machines, so many different brands. Are there particular resistance machines that you prefer other, other brands that are out there? Yeah, I got, I got my own opinion and all that. And also kind of bear with me on my voice. I've kind of coming off of a bug, so just be aware of that. But um, yeah, to me, there's a lot of, um, uh, differences between a high quality made machine and mm -hmm. a low quality made machine. So gotcha. the ones that I found that work the best, in my opinion, based on the biomechanics and how it stimulates the muscles and how I feel it in the muscles. I like Nautilus machines at this point in time, the best, uh, they've really made some really quality changes. Then I like hammer strength. <coughs> Excuse me. Then after that, you got light fitness, which owns hammer strength. Uh, and they, they're, you hammer strength is more uh, free weight based okay? mm -hmm. and light fitness is more a combination of machine and free weight. Then you have Precore, which that used to be Icarian, which is a good company. I like their products. Uh, Cybex, I don't like them as well, but they, they have made some good improvements. Technogem is a really good company they're based out of Italy, but they're, they're hard to find and they're, they're very expensive machines. Then mm -hmm. you have other brands that are trying to come along, like Hoist and Matrix. The one I hate the most, though, I hate Matrix. So, <laughs> and so somebody probably get offended on this, but I use a lot of Matrix machines, and I think they're horrible. So if, if there's one going to be thrown out <laughs> of the bus, it's going to be that one. <laughs> right, right. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. So are there different types of machines and how they work when it comes to the weight settings? Because... I've seen some where that has a pin and I've seen other options as well. Um, 
does that help you determine your preference as well? Well, I like them both. Now, okay. what you're going to find with the pin load machine, which is when you, you just adjust the pin to, to, on a weight stack. Mm -hmm. I like that. It's really quick and easy. It's, you know, that's what people, it's really convenient. Now, okay. the plate load, which I like those too, but then you got to, you find yourself moving plates all the time. So as a trainer in the past, I really hated the plate load because I had to move plates all the time. But I, the designs, the plate load were very effective. I really liked them. Mm -hmm. And then also you could use a lot of weight. You could really, you're not limited to the weight stack when you use plate load. So that was another really cool feature that uh, hmm. I really prefer. I thought it was pretty nice. Okay. Well, you know, we got a lot of machines back here in the gym and we got some different uh, equipment too, but, um, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are curious, Armin, how you use machines in your own training. Yeah. So I like machines for warming up a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. It's real simple, easy to do. Uh, then after that, depending on the, the training I'm doing that day, the machines can be good for really doing a lot of pre-exhaust work. So okay. when I talk about pre-exhaust is to isolate the muscles before I go back and use some really heavy weight. So you can still use machines with heavy weight too, but they're really cool to do that for the pre-exhaust work. Uh, they're great for rest pause where you, you, you know, you're doing presses as an example, until right. you can't do a full range and then and you come, you fight the weight all the way back. And then you rest like 15 to 20 seconds. And you go again to see how many, uh, reps you can get and you can do that for like three different rounds. It's also called cluster sets is another example for it. Uh, and also what I like machines for is drop sets. Uh, cause all you gotta do is move the pin and especially when you really, and I like doing those at the end with machines. Mm -hmm. Okay. But the drop sets, you know, you're going to pick a weight, really heavy weight. You're going to get as many reps as you can. So depending on your rep range, you focus mm -hmm. on that and then you drop the weight, say, you know, 30%, you know, 20 to 30% and you keep going. And then you, you don't rest. You do that set, then you drop the weight and you do it again, you drop the weight. So I do that for three drops typically, because that's very effective. They're really just tax the muscles. And it's a really, I think, great way to go uh, mm -hmm. to really stimulate new muscle fiber. Negatives, you know, you could take and have somebody help you like on a press and they pull the weight, you know, help you get the weight all the way out there and then hold it for a negative and slowly fight it all the way back. And knowing that when you come all the way back, you're going to be safe, but you're really taxing the muscles. So you don't worry about the safety. You worry about working hard. So I mm -hmm. thought that was a really, that's a really good feature too. Partial reps. You know, when you start doing partials where you're really trying to, you, you can't do much range of motion, but you're just fighting that, that muscle to really fatigue it. And mm -hmm. then again, you have the safety of knowing that when you, when you're done, the weight's going to go right back into the, where the, the starting position is. So you have that safety there. Uh, it's good for stretching, you know, when you're like, on a, you know, like a chest press, I'll come back and where that deep position of the stretches and just kind of hold it there, let it cool, hmm. you know, pull and stretch the area. Same thing for like pull downs and you just, and lat pulls and things like that. You can feel the stretch, hold it. And then you're, you're again, you're in a safe position. You can come up with, let the weight go. So I like using all this stuff inter, intermixed. Mm -hmm. uh, and now the only thing is, is, making sure you got the right kind of machines that you like to use. So that's right. the other thing. So interesting. Okay. So what are some things that everyone should keep in mind when they're using a resistance machine? All right. First and foremost to me is learning how to use the machine correctly. 
Mm -hmm. uh, you would think that that would be pretty easy, but with these machines, you have different settings. You have a seat setting, you got adjustments on the back to help change the range of motion and things, which is great. So you, what you want to do is experiment with these different settings to see how it affects the muscles. And then that way you can kind of change your training up just hmm. using the machines. And I found it'd be real helpful because I started playing with these different adjustments and you can really activate some new muscle fire that you normally wouldn't have done. So mm -hmm. learning how to get the settings to work is really important and that way you can figure out different ways to hit your muscles. So that's one thing I think that you really want to be aware of. Um, and again, it's a safe alternative to heavy lifts, you know, especially for chest, back, shoulder and leg movements. Uh, I mean, for your legs, you know, squatting is great, but squatting, you, you're going to affect your spine because you're holding the weight on your back okay or in the mm -hmm. front depending if you're doing a front squat and after a while you're going to fatigue and you're going to start to start to lean tilt forward <clears throat> versus if you can use a leg press or a hack squat or even a squat machine you've got your spine in a pretty safe position so you can really push yourself again by using those types of pieces of equipment i, I think i think they're phenomenal so hmm. you have that and then another thing is you don't need to have a spotter so because you have that safety built in, right? It's another good right. way to, to uh, you know get a lot of a lot of benefits from it, because um, you know otherwise, you know, a, another example as well is you have a spotter, you don't need a spotter, so that's good. But like like I mentioned before, when you start to lift the weight, um, for example, if you're going to do 100 pound dumbbells, because I've dealt with this, you've <laughs> got to pick those up a specific way. If you're going to do presses or flies and things like that. You got to pick them up a specific way. You got to come back a specific way. You got to dismount a specific way. Versus, if I go to a Nile's chest machine, I just sit in the machine after I loaded the plates up, and I'm starting with that max weight, not a problem. Mm -hmm. So that's a really cool feature for lifting heavy weight to be safe. So that's another reason why I like to use them, and I can really push myself and not worry about getting injured. Because when you have heavy dumbbells, you got to unload those a specific way. Otherwise, you can strain your shoulders really easily. Absolutely. Okay. So can you give us some examples of how you use resistance machines <laughs> in your actual workouts? Okay. So let's start with chest. I like to, um, you know, after I've warmed up with some basic compound movements, well, so let's just say I'm going to do some chest machine presses. Mm -hmm. And I like to use like a pec deck because it's a fixed range of motion and I like the way the new designs are. So I'll do the pec deck to kind of pre-exhaust my chest. Then after that, I'll go to, you know, depending on the machines I had to work with, uh, a chest press machine, mm -hmm. putting really heavy weight on because, you know, I can start with that weight. I've already warmed up and I've pre-exhausted my chest mm -hmm. uh, versus having to go to dumbbells. Now, sometimes I'll just go to dumbbells too, to kind of, again, to keep changing it up. But so I'll do like a regular chest press. And if they have an incline press machine, I like to use that. Uh, and then on, at the end, uh, I'll do like cable crossovers. So that's, a, you know, the cable, using the cables. Mm -hmm. and then I'll do a, a dip machine or, you know, I could just do body weight dips or I can add weight uh, to, for like my chest. For like okay. my, back, my back, I would like to do, you know, any kind of, depending if I'm going to focus on my lats, or I'm going to focus on the, the thickness of my back. So I have a, a row emphasis and a lat emphasis. I have different training days for that. So one day I'm going to focus on widening the lats. So I'll do a lot of lat pulls or if I'm going to do mm -hmm. pull-ups, I'll do a lot of those. But then at the end, you know, I'm going to be pretty tired. 
then I may do cable pulls, okay, because, you know, I can't do any more pull-ups. And then I can switch it up and go right to all kinds of cable rows and machine rows. So when mm -hmm. I'm tired, but I'm in a safe position and I got fixed range of motion. Now, some of the other features with some of the machines is they have single limb movements. And those are great. And I, it's called isolateral type movements. And mm -hmm. I like using those because I can you know, do one limb at a time. And, you know, for example, I'm going to do a row. I can bring the weight all the way back, keep the elbows up, and do one arm at a time, back and forth, to keep that muscle contracted, increase the intensity really, really high because there's no place to rest. And mm -hmm. some of these, that's why some of these plate loader machines are really good because you have that, that individual limb capacity to really change things up. You can also do continuous tension where you're moving back and forth mm -hmm. and with no rest. Uh, and then, then all of a sudden you get tired and just try to press out a few full range reps, things like that. So I found that to be really effective. Uh, shoulders, you know, when it comes to shoulders, once you start using dumbbells, you can only lift to get started. You got to start here. So you got to lift these dumbbells up to get them here and press up. So with machines, uh, even, even more so than barbells, you already have the, the, the handles right where you need it. So you can start your presses. Then when you get done, you don't have to worry about unloading the weight. So mm -hmm. I like to do that. And then I like to use some of the, uh, the lateral machines. Um, they're great. They're pretty well designed. So that's good to hit the side of the shoulders, the back of the shoulders, and then cables. Uh, then for legs, you, you got the leg press. You got the axe squat. Uh, you've got um, your leg extension, leg curl. Uh, I mean, so all these different pieces can be used to incorporate unique uh, stress on the muscles mm -hmm. and it's safe. So I don't do as much squatting as I used to because I'm 58. And so what happened was back in, was in my mid fifties, when you're squatting four or five, 400 pounds or so, your spine can compress over time, the cartilage mm -hmm. does because of aging. So I had to cut that back. So I'm doing more stuff with um, you know, leg press, the hack squat. And then I like doing a lot of sissy squats and leg extensions and other things that really get my legs where I want to, but they don't pull out stress on my lower back. They don't protect my lower back for long term. Gotcha. Uh, and, then, and then for arms, you got all kinds of different, you know, you the preacher curl machine. You've got your push downs, your rope, different rope extensions. Uh, and then they even have dip machines, which are really cool. Right. Uh, right. I think are very effective. So I, I like using everything. I just use them in different um combinations so i keep changing it up and it's and it makes it a lot more interesting it's a lot more fun than just doing straight uh you know free weights and i've done them both you know so there, there you go well a lot of detailed information there um and and i'm sure everyone is appreciating that i'm just kind of curious armin do you say would you say that resistance machines were important to your overall development on how you've trained and how you've come along yeah, absolutely. I mean, because if you keep doing just free weights, yes, you can build a good physique. There's just, there's no doubt about that. Look at the guys right. before. So the thing is, it's it's a lot tougher mentally to deal with just using the same old, same old. So anytime mm -hmm. you can change things up, and that's probably why you see so many, so much bigger athletes these days because of the quality of the equipment they have to work with. They can push the muscles that much further by using these things the machines with the free weights and the, and, right. and the combinations. So I think it's a great thing to keep it as part of your routine, but also keep it fresh, keep you interested. I mean, it's a nice change up. Uh, absolutely. Now, 
we covered a lot of information. Is there any anything else that you'd like to add or anything else as we close? Well, you know, I think if you're really looking to get the best results, you want to figure out how to use both types of equipment, free weights, that means dumbbells, barbells, and then the machines to really, again, keep you in a safe situation uh, as much as possible, but also mm -hmm. allow you to push yourself because you can do more things with the machine in a safer manner than you're going to do with, with free weights. Now, if you got a really good spotter, that can help. But a lot of times we don't have a spotter. So I just feel like if you want to get the best results using machines in conjunction with this, it's going to be the, you know, the best way to go. And you're going to get better results long term because you just have so many more alternatives, you know, to keep it fresh. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, Armin, another great segment, a lot of good information. Uh, something before we go to break that I wanted to bring up, of course, you're <laughs> going to hear from NSP Nutrition, but, you know, Armin, you got to be pretty excited. We got a lot of new things on the website this week that oh, yeah. basically uh, you were uh, the catalyst of. So tell them a, a little bit about the new workout gear from NSP Nutrition. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I really like the gloves that they have. It's a strap, and it's a the kind of it's a glove that doesn't. Um, carry a lot of odor you know like the old leather clubs on your whole entire right. hand they they sweat so you don't sweat they're very comfortable they're easy to put on uh, i think they're awesome and then they got these uh, other uh, straps that you can use that they're like a hook but they're soft and so when you're doing like pull downs and pull ups and, and you know deadlifts and rows and stuff these little straps you can just loop around the the, the handle of the bar and really push yourself uh, really good. Then they have wrist straps. If you if you have any kind of wrist problems due to tendonitis and things, it should give you more support there. Uh, and then uh, they got a really good belt. I, I use all these pieces. Um, and I mean, the, the belt's really good. It's a nice thin belt. Now, obviously, if you're using really heavy weight, you may want to get a bigger, you know, thicker belt. Right. But for most, most things you're going to do, the belt that they have, it's a double pin. It's a great belt. Uh, I, I really like them. So... Absolutely. So head the, over the gym, the gym yeah. bag too. I forgot about the gym bag. Right. The gym and bag, the gym, it'll, yeah. It'll hold, it'll hold two bodies. <laughs> <laughs> all your workout stuff and everything Army right. just named, just throw it all in there. Uh, it'll hold it, man. <laughs> that's right. All right. So Arm and I, we're going to take a break back. Uh, stand by for a quick word from NSP. And uh, like I said, Arm and I will be right back. NSP Nutrition was founded by Vince Gironda during bodybuilding's golden era. Vince wanted to supply his members with unique and nationally sourced supplements that would help accelerate their progress. NSP Nutrition stocks some of the same products it did when it first began in 1972. And you can discover our entire range of supplements and products at nspnutrition.com. Just use the code NSPSHOW at the checkout and save 10% on your first order. Hey, and welcome back to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Echelbarger. And I'm Frank Mills. And uh, hey, we've got another segment for you. But before we start, you know, I just directed everybody to go to the website. But when you get on the website, you're going to see uh, Armin Echelbarger everywhere now. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but I, I actually logged into the website, the 21 Day Challenge, and it's Armin there looking ripped as usual uh on 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 the website uh armin what happened here you're you're everywhere on the nsp website well i <laughs> they, they, 
I don't know what to say, but I mean, they were uh, <laughs> wanting to change things up. So we'll see what everybody thinks of it. But um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, if you're curious, <clears throat> if you haven't seen Armin before, now you can. He's everywhere uh, on the NSP website. So anyway, I'm sorry. I had to crack on you for that. I, I knew you'd uh, no not problem. mention it, but uh, you know, Armin is a very humble, conservative person, so he will never be caught bragging about himself but yeah Armin's looking terrific uh, on the NSP site so anyway let's get into our next segment uh meal prep companies are they a good thing now there are so many of them out there my gosh um you know Armin I've tried a couple I'm sure you have as well what are your thoughts on meal prep companies well let's um let's start with explaining the pros okay um to me they're very convenient. So that's, that's how it got created. I'm sure uh, you have a lot of different types of meals to pick from or, mm-hmm. or meal types. So you can do like, for me, I do low carb. You can do traditional, which is just more carbohydrates. You can do plant-based. They have paleo. They got all kinds of different. Keto. Uh, yeah. Yeah, all keto, that, well, yeah. You know, low carb or keto is kind of the same, yeah. but they have those. Uh, and the nice thing is it's delivered to either your home or your office. So, a lot of positives. Okay. So if you want to eat convenience and you want to you know, be able to track your food and know what you're getting, mm-hmm. this is a good way to go without having to do it yourself. Now, the cons are is <laughs> it's, it's going to hurt your wallet most of the time, mm-hmm. uh, depending. I mean, it depends on your budget. Uh, you, you don't get a ton of variety because there's only so many things they can provide with each, each weekly meal plan, but it's right. not bad. So You'll have that to deal with and uh, you know, the packaging can vary from company to company, whether it's good or bad. Uh, the other thing is, is you need to eat them within a specific window of time. Otherwise they go bad. So mm-hmm. but that, that goes without it. That goes without anything else you're going to do. You're going to have that same issue. So those are the cons in my opinion. All right. So for the experience that you've had, how is this food shipped to you? So the company I'm using right now, and we're going to talk about different companies, but they, mm-hmm. they ship it to me in a nice uh, colorful box with nice pictures on it. Uh, they've really improved how they do these things over the years. Um, <clears throat> so that's on the outside, and it's a self-contained okay. box, uh, but it's put in a unique uh, dry ice container, ice bag mm-hmm. inside the box, which I thought was pretty brilliant. Uh, the, food, the food in each tray is vacuum sealed. So it's, you know, you know it's going to be... Uh, fresh uh it's not gonna get a lot of air in there which is gonna cause it to spoil so mm-hmm. and these are microwavable containers so if you just need to heat it up real quick you could do that and they're somewhat extent they're somewhat stackable so they're easy to you know put in your fridge and have mm-hmm. them in there so all you got to do is when it comes in you open a box unseal the dry side the seal container bag and mm-hmm. then you put them in put them in the fridge so they've really made it to simplify it. I don't think you can do it much more simple than they are now. And you just take the box, you throw it in the trash. Yeah, wow. Hey. Interesting. All right. What about food quality? I mean, is the quality there? So that's where you have to kind of shop the companies. There's a lot of them out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So some will do organic. Some don't, some necessarily don't do organic. So you got to look at that. That obviously adds to the cost. Uh, but most of them are really doing a pretty good job. I think of making sure you're getting, uh, what you want and it tastes good and it's got, you know, real ingredients. So mm-hmm. I would say right now, the way the competition is, food quality is pretty good in my opinion, but you have to, again, do your homework on that. 
Absolutely. Um, I, I've had experiences mainly with the vegetables. Sometimes I don't get very good vegetables, but yeah, that's, that's kind of few and far between. Um, can I assume that they'll provide the macros, um, along with fiber and sodium, all that good stuff? Yeah. Again, that's going to vary from company to company. Um, okay. like, the, like the one I'm currently using, they'll give you the total calories, you get the protein, the fat, the carbs, mm-hmm. uh, sugar, fiber, and then that gives you your net carbs as well. So that's what, that's what you see with a lot of them. <clears throat> this way you kind of know if you're staying on track with your protein intake, your fat intake, your calorie intake, et cetera. So then that, that way, if you're using an app, then you can input that stuff as well. So that you're able to track it the way you want to. But you can mm-hmm. also, you know, use the containers and mark it down and put it on a spreadsheet, things like that. But um, yeah, that's the other thing is you can kind of make sure you're, you're focused and staying on track with what you want to do on your intake. All right. So for those of you that are watching your wallet, Armin, you mentioned expensive. Yeah. What's the typical cost for this type <laughs> of services that are out there? I would say most of them are going to be about 10 to $12 per meal. So like okay. the, the one company I'm using right now, and I'm just experimenting with this company. Uh, I get 10 meals and it's for $109.99 for the week, $109.99 for the week. Mm-hmm. But I'm paying $29.99 for the shipping. Okay. So I'm actually paying for that nice box. And then $8 in tax. Right. So for the current cabinet I'm using, that's $148 a week for 10 meals. So it ends up being $1480 a meal because of shipping and tax. So you're probably going to have tax no matter what. So that's, I guess that's a, when you can not worry about, it's just the shipping that adds to the cost. So that's going to be about under 600, just under $600 a month. If you're doing two meals a day for a, you know, for five days a week, not not seven, five days a week um, for, for, for a whole month. Okay. So since you brought it up, you know, the meals that you're ordering, are they for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or are you targeting certain areas or certain time, to, certain time frames? Yeah. So that's a good thing to bring up too. So like they'll provide all of it. They'll do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, and you can also okay. order bulk, you can order bulk meat and other things too. But okay. for me, because the way I look at it is because breakfast is a pretty quick and inexpensive way to, to you know, if I'm going to eat breakfast, because I don't always have breakfast, but if I'm going to have it, I'll just make that myself. So right. I'm using right. the meal strategy for lunch and dinner. So that's what mm-hmm. I typically do. Um, and and it, it tends to work out pretty good. Uh, now sometimes, you know, the meal won't fill me up. So I'll have to have a little something right. additional, but that's just, that's because of the way it's designed, but this is a good way to help with portion control too. Just want to bring that note up too, as you're, as you're But for me, I'm just buying it for lunch and dinner to make that more convenient for me and my workload. Okay. So you're talking about saving time. How, how, how much time or how long does it take to warm up these meals or, you know, to cook them or whatever? Yeah. Good point. Well, it depends on the power of your microwave, but they're going to range from two minutes, give or take two minutes to two and a half minutes just to mm-hmm. heat them up. Uh, and then you, you peel the, um, like the ones I have, the because they're vacuum sealed, these uh, plastic on top. And I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily plastic, but whatever that is on top, it mm-hmm. bubbles up and stays off the food until it's done wow. microwaving. And then it comes back down and you just peel it off. So 
it doesn't, you have to hmm. worry about it can, can, you know, touching your food as it heats up, which is a pretty cool feature with the way they do it. So I like that, but a couple minutes is basically what you're looking at. Okay. So <clears throat> you are in the process, you train a lot of people. Is this something that you would recommend to your clients? Yeah. Especially if they're, you know, they're really busy, they're crunching for time and they're, they're struggling to get the nutrients they need. Mm -hmm. This will help. You know I mean, cause it's quick. I mean, again, you warm it for two minutes, then you get out, you eat, however long you take to eat it. You want to take your time eating it though. So you, you know, get yourself satiated and you're right back at it and you just throw the container in the trash, no dishes, uh, good to go. So, uh, I definitely think it's a good fit for my clients. Uh, mm -hmm. and so I recommend that to them if they need it. Uh, some do and some don't. Do you think this is a fad or do you think this kind of meal planning will continue? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's going to continue. I think it's actually going to get better and better over time as they get mm -hmm. more input, more feedback, and they'll, they'll make better meals, uh, more even taste better than, and also bring bring in more variety. I think it's uh, it's going to get just it's going to evolve very nicely, in my opinion. So uh, I think you're going to see again based on the, you know, the person's budget, there'll be different choices. You got more simplicity on how to order and get things done, and then you get, you're getting better quality products. So uh, I definitely think it's going to uh, start to impact even the fast food companies at some point. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I actually saw a commercial the other night, uh, a machine, <coughs> like in order to get the meals, you have to buy their machine to cook their meals in their own machine. Oh, so wow, you're buying okay. the actual machine, you get the food, you order the food and you put it in the containers in their little oven thing and it okay. cooks in their specific way. Um, so it's really hard to screw up, I guess. <laughs> so there you go right there. Right. Right. So Armin, I've tried some of these, you've tried quite a few, I'm sure. What are some different companies you've worked with and some that you like and, uh, have had a good experience with? I've had pretty good experience with most of them. Uh, the biggest thing is, is over time, your palate gets kind of uh, adapted to the meals that they mm -hmm. have. And they keep, they they tend to repeat the ones that are, you know, that are successful. So that's when I'll make a change. Like now, the one I've used right now is called Eat Right. Uh, okay. It's a good company. It's based out of Tampa here, uh, and they they do a pretty good job. I like the way they do it. Um, and you you got a good mix and variety uh, to pick from. Uh, they also ask for your input a lot. Another one, which is a more of a national one, is Diet to Go. Uh, mm -hmm. That's a good. They have a good program. Uh, Catered Fit is a, is a decent one, uh, and then Fresh Meal Plans are based out of Miami. That's a good one. So you just kind of have to look at what meals they have to offer if it fits your palate, because uh, they all going to have chicken, steak, some type of fish. Some of that's better than others. Um, then you have some pork choices and um you know other meats pick from shrimp and stuff too uh, mm -hmm. but they're all gonna if you got low carb you're gonna have low carb vegetables green beans squash uh, cauliflower rice uh, you know things like that which is good you know it's good to get you that fiber which is mm -hmm. a good thing so you'll just have to you know pick and choose those types of uh options but, but for me since i do low carb those are what i have to deal with as far as my my personal limitations but they do handle mm -hmm all the spectrums as well. Well, as always, Armin, a lot of great information, man. Uh, thank you so much for all of the 
input information hard work i know you're under the weather but you came through yeah. like a champ <laughs> well do what i can and uh, hopefully it wasn't too bad for everybody you know just uh, broke my streak of being not sick for like three and a half almost four years but um uh, everything comes in at some point you gotta start <laughs> over so uh anyways back at it though all right so everybody don't forget to check out nspnutrition.com uh for all the new stuff that's out there and hey you know for the supplements that you need to achieve your fitness goals now mm -hmm. a lot of the audience impacts what we talk about every week whether it's a comment a question um anything like that it's really important isn't it armin oh yeah we, we really look for that and it, it helps us to Make sure we're giving you information that's helpful to you that that you can make your your results get better and we're all for it so give us that input uh good and bad uh but you know that's what we're here for and we want to help A absolutely and you can leave those comments in youtube in the comment section right there armin's reviewing those all the time also if you want to get a little bit more information to us or to nsp you can email us uh via NSP at support at nspnutrition.com and we'll make sure that we get that info and hey who knows what your suggestion or topic may be on next week's show so we look forward to hearing from you we appreciate your support and thanks for joining Armin and I today and check back next week for another new NSP nutrition show Hey, thanks for checking out the NSP show. Go to nspnutrition.com where you can find a whole heap of resources to help you achieve stunning definition and eye-popping levels of muscularity. Don't forget you can save 10% on your first order by using the code NSP show at the checkout. Catch you next time.